Bear, 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 gently bear, bear, bear. Hello and welcome to Grand Craft Beer, Ben's premier beer podcast exploring everything beer in Central Oregon with your host, who's a Cicerone and the author of Oregon Breweries, Brian Yeager. Today, we are joined by Emily Richmond and Jeff Cornett from Three Creeks Brewing in Sisters. We have so much to talk about. You guys have some one of my very favorite uh, events of the year coming up. But before we get to that, Let's just give everyone a quick background on Three Creeks. I believe you guys are going on 15 years now. Is that right? Yeah, just hit 15 years. Congratulations. Thanks. It's <laughs> I'm so new, and Jeff has been here much longer than I have, so it's really interesting to hear about everything the company has accomplished in those 15 years. How long have you been brewing with Three Creeks, Jeff? Um, I've been there just a little over nine years now and came in just to help out and... I guess I'm the last man standing because I kind of run the place a little bit now. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I've worked my way up to head brewer over the years. Congratulations. Obviously, great brewery and a really beautiful location. And I see you guys have brought in a really awesome treat. Uh, so here we are. It's September. And to me, I mean, like there are certain beers that sort of mark the onset of autumn. We have your your Martzins, your Oktoberfest beers. Uh, for some people, that's pumpkin beers. I'm not hating on them. Some of them are quite delicious. But here in the PNW, right, we have access to fresh hops. And that's something that just, I'm telling you, beer drinkers, beer lovers all around the rest of the country do not have access to these. So, Jeff, if you could tell us a bit about Cone Liquor IPA and and what the beauty of fresh hops are. In fact, while you're doing that, I see Emily, you're giving me the 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 signal. So let's do it. We're gonna crack open just a few of these. Here we go. Gorgeous. Oh here, here we go. <laughs> so yeah, tell us a bit about uh about fresh hops first in general and then how you employ them in cone liquor. Well, twist my arm to crack one mm-hmm. here, but uh you know. Everybody's so good. Got their weakness. Um, Thanks for and, bringing in my first cone liquor of the season. You today. are very welcome, and it's great this year. This is a great batch this year. Um, you know, the fresh hops are—it's just cool. It's just a different thing. Um, you know, getting hops right off the vine the day of when we brew it is is old school. It's something the way beer used to be, and and that makes it great. It, it's just fun to be a part of. It's a lot of extra work. For us, a couple extra steps. Um, Let's go back one quick step. This is fresh hop season. You're using whole, wet, fresh cone hops. The rest of the year, are all of Three Creeks beers usually all pellets, or are you using whole cone, dried whole cone for any of your beers? No, we we use just pellets the rest mm-hmm. of the year. There's a few places that, that still go back to the um, the dried cones, or, or even you can get froze flash frozen um, is that the same as leaf. cryo that were that no, cryo is that a little different cryo is just a little it's more like the processed hash. <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of ground down so a lot of the vegetal material goes away mm-hmm. um condensed if you will but um for the most part nearly everybody now uses hot pellets um and that just looks like rabbit food it looks like rabbit it tastes foods, great but it looks pellets. like rabbit food yeah <laughs> Wood wood pellets. Wood in pellets, your stove. right. Yep. That's exactly what when people talk about hot pellets, that is exactly what they mean. It's a very processed product. 
So when you say you go pick these fresh off the vine or vine or whatever, you know, first and foremost, let's start with what hop farm are you getting yours from? We get ours this year both. We actually do two two different fresh hop beers. They're both from BC Hop Ranch um, down in Woodburn. Um, we've been using them for cone liquor for the centennial hops we put in that for um, 10 years now. I think over 10 years, actually, for that. Um, and they've been a great partner. It's, it's uh, you know, Brandon Davidson that is the, you know, third generation owner operator. And that has, has been fantastic to work with. Third generation hop farmer. Do they grow exclusively hops? Uh to my knowledge, mm-hmm. I, I believe so. I haven't asked that question, but uh, that's all you see when you go to the farm besides some uh, veggies in the garden there. But um, yeah, his grandfather started it um, way back. I, you know, I don't I don't have all that history, but but they've been around for a long time. And sometimes people tend to forget it's sort of easy to do that that beer is not an industrial product. It is an agricultural product. It comes in an aluminum can or a bottle or off a top, uh, off a, a, a draft handle, but really it is agriculture in a glass. Yeah, it's a food product. Yeah. And beyond that, uh, as you said, you're working with Centennial Hops for this one. Uh, what's the other fresh hop beer you do and what hop varietal is in there? This year we did um, a fresh hop pail that uses an experimental hop called HBC 1019. And um, Brandon and BC Hops grew it this year. It's their first harvest of it, um, first time they've harvested it. It's a pretty new hop. that It's been around for just a couple years, but uh, for BC, this is the first year they got a harvest out of it, and we kind of snagged it. So. Now that's one of my real favorite things about fresh hop season. And of course, you know, I drink hoppy beers throughout the year. I'm not the only one, of course. And there are certain, you know, there are what are called named hop varietals. And then we have these experimental ones. So you're talking about, uh, what was that number again? HBC, HBC 10, 1019. 1019, so, which and, down the road could become some ultra sexy named hop. Could be, yeah. But for right now, it's experimental, as you had mentioned, uh, and then you compare that to a hop like Centennial, which is one of the most OG craft brewery hops on the market. Uh, it's one of the kings of the sea hops, you know, these yep, sort of really pithy, piney hops uh, that, you know, that's what I love about fresh hop season is it turns hops that might not ordinarily be ones that really get the IPA enthusiast jazz. But then you're like, oh, well, it's a fresh hop. And you know that every single year it is apt to be slightly different somehow. It is. And, and um, I mean, year to year, crop to crop, all the conditions that affect that. I mean, we went through it, you know, fire seasons and, and you know, incredible heat a couple of years ago. And all that has an impact, uh, you know, extended kind of rainy season in the spring has an impact. So it's it's always different. And the, and the fresh hops... Um, are always different compared to the pelletized mm-hmm. processed version of the hops. It's a it's a different taste, a different smell, um, and that's what's that's another thing that makes it great. So, really exploring what these fresh centennial hops bring to this beer. How would you describe it in ways that really promote the fresh, wet quality of this 
botanical product versus the pelletized one. And, you know, again, when, when I think Centennial uh, and I think about its application, it's really high in alphas. It's really big in sharp, pronounced West Coast bitterness. Uh, again, that, that sort of grapefruit pith, uh, you know, the pine cone aroma to it. Mm. Uh, what what do you think about the 2023 harvest of BC Farms Centennial hops? I would say that um, kind of the floral characteristics really set that out. Um, I mean, just when you open it up and, and if we compared this to another beer that was similar with, with um, pelletized hops, you, there's just there's just much more floral character, rose character, um, vegetal character to them. Um, which is, you know, pretty common in most of the fresh hops. But with that, you get, I get much more of the, you know, grapefruit rind, like you said, orange rind is, is another one that comes in there. There's kind of that, um, bite to it a little bit. Um, so you get that citrus character underneath that floral, those floral aromatics. And I think the pininess, although there's some bitterness there in the IBUs, the, the pininess is a little more subdued than it is in the pelletized version of Centennial. And I, I think that's what just really makes it pop. I mean, that underlining resin is kind of there, but it's the florals and the citric, citrus um, aromatics that come out that, that are great for that. Certainly, as I'm sitting here drinking this, really sitting with it, thinking about it with each sip, uh, you have mentioned floral a few times, and it is interesting how much softer and more delicate this beer is. It doesn't have the really sharp, uh, you know, concrete smack of a really high IBU beer. And you mentioned IBUs. Does using fresh hops in a beer alter its eventual IBU, which is International Bitterness Units? It's sort of the way that we measure that we give a numeric value to exactly how bitter or not bitter a beer is. Do you know what the BUs are for, for this year's hop liquor? We actually don't. We don't test it because usually we're putting it on tap right away, so we don't want to send it out to the lab and, and wait, but it does change it. I, I would say overall, um, we don't, those bitterness, a lot of that comes from the early boil addition hops that we throw in early in the boil and and you know we use a lot smaller amount um in this and really let the fresh hops um take the brunt of of all the influence Mm -hmm. um and so that's that's one of the things where you can you can still intentionally make it a little more bitey if you want or a little more bitter um we kind of back that off a little bit um some years it's more than others too in the difference in the crop so i mean we can we can taste that where it's um pretty potent one year as far as that bite and other years it's it's a lot softer which is something i like personally because we we want the you know we want those fresh hops to shine we don't want to overpower it with bitterness and And wipe it out exactly and and really again that's why it's my favorite season for beer drinking not just because i love hops and i love the way hoppy beers taste and incidentally I did catch myself. I, I I know I said hop liquor once or twice. It is cone liquor. So apologies <laughs> for that. Uh, but I, of course, it really does taste like you're licking hops. So that's uh, what, what yeah. happened in my brain. <laughs> but uh, we're talking about, you know, the the vintage, right? The What this year's crop of hops 
does to cone liquor. But then on a bigger scale, you guys get to play host to the Fresh Hops Festival in Sisters. And so let's talk about all of that. When is it? Where is it? How many beers are we going to have in it? I feel like I could just have this on autopilot and crank. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I just looked at the pre-sale tickets before I came over here, and I just saw like nine days until the event. I know. And crazy. It, and it really hit me. Um, I'm so excited for it. This is my first Fresh Ops with Three Creeks. Ooh, welcome. Thank you. Um, yeah, I was, I've been here about five and a half months now as a marketing manager, and I have quite literally never seen so much pride and ownership go into an event on all levels of our company ever in my life. It's not For, just a beer festival. Yes. I put on beer festivals. This is a whole different uh, animal. Oh, it's, I get excited. You know, I, I just got the email from Breakside today about what they're bringing and their beer, which I won't ruin on this. Yeah. It's a su- It's a surprise. Oh, come on. But, By the way, keep in mind, this will go live about two days before the festival, but so. It, it may or may not be like their bread and butter IPA they're turning into a fresh hop and doing something really cool with. And it's one of my favorite beers. And even reading the description that the person sent over, I can just- Is it rainbows and unicorns? Maybe. <laughs> even the description they sent over has pride and ownership in it, the way they wrote about it. And the way the vendors are reaching out to me like about setup has ownership and pride in it. When we went to BC Hop Ranch, Brandon, the owner himself, was out there hauling bags with us for it, you know, and I just feel like this is a true team effort event and the community of sisters lives for it. Um, I think a lot of people don't know the nonprofit element associated to it. So I've really been trying hard this year to emphasize that within the event um, because we work very closely with the Ronald McDonald House charity. And this this event is a great organization. But let's let's talk a little bit about what they do and the families that they do it for. Definitely. So they temporarily house families who are going through um, a medical uh, situation Mm -hmm. with uh, their children and give them a place to live that's comfortable and that they feel like they can really be a family together and provide food and assistance and medical care within reach. Why the family gets to really grow together in their new roots, if you will, and be taken care of. Um, and so everything about this event is donated to that charity. And that was When you say everything, just so I'm clear. Oh yeah. All the beers that are going into the festival were donated by the breweries and all the money raised fr- by the festival goes to the Ronald McDonald House. So all the profits okay, go sure. to Ronald McDonald House. More than fair. That's yeah. that's seldom seen and always amazing totally and they are more than helpful throughout the event i again being new when i found out that they also supply every single volunteer wow for the beer to help set up to help take down i was like wow this is like no other nonprofit i've ever worked with this is wonderful and they've been so hands-on i meet with lauren she's a director there regularly about this event they're so excited she told me she had volunteers, like 80 of them, I think was the number she threw out. 80 volunteers. Sign also up, phenomenal. Sign up in four days. And she's still getting people interested in it. And so I, for this being my first Fresh Hot Festival, I'm equally excited to try the beers as I am having that community support. And I've never had that be a 50-50 split with an event. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I really love about this event as a Bendite is I could be wrong, but I believe maybe the oldest, you know, the the longest running Fresh Hops beer festival in Oregon is the Hood River Fresh Hops Festival. 
now the Oregon Brewers Guild uh, has taken over the, or maybe they might have started it, the Fresh Hops Festival that's in Portland. But we're a big state, and we're not terribly close to Hood River or Portland. So how phenomenal that here in Central Oregon we get our own. Uh, so again, let's sort of talk about, do, you, do either of you know when the Fresh Hop Sisters Festival originated? Well, this is the 12th annual one. Okay. So we... Which we had three years off because right. of the COVID years. Um, maybe it was just two. It, seems, it seemed like it was forever. Um, Anytime so you go without probably one, about 15 it's an years ago, we think, uh, roughly, is when this started. And... and did Three Creeks start it, or did it start in Sisters? And as, you know, ex post facto, it's, it's Three Creeks. We well, it started um, with us involved, and the city ran it, I believe. And a couple of years ago, we kind of took it over. A couple of years before COVID, we took it over, um, and have kind of ran that ourselves ever since. Um, but it was a it was a partnership originally, um, to my knowledge, anyways, uh, with the with the city and and kind of one of the events down there at. The Village Green Park, mm-hmm. um, which we, you know, it was there for most of its life. And then I think the last three of them have been out at, um, in our, our grass out in front of the production brewery. And is that open Sisters. now? Obviously you guys have that really great pub in Sisters, but then you have the production facility really not far from there, even more central to, to downtown Sisters, if we could call it that. For sure. Yeah. yeah it's, um, we don't really run public operations out of there. There's, there's kind to, of a right? part time. There's a, a part time, part-time right. time stuff in the, in the summer, Fridays and Saturdays, a couple hours. I think this year it might only been Fridays. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but for the most part, it's, it's, it's kind of a temporary thing to get a couple people in there and let them see it and, and maybe tour it or mm-hmm. for some locals to get out of the, the crowd of, um, the, bar in the summertime or the pub in the summertime gets a little busy, obviously, with uh, all the people rolling through town. And Emily, just so you know, even though I've been to the pub a great number of times, I've never been to that facility. So maybe we could arrange a behind the scenes look. I think that would be really beneficial. Excellent. It's it's got one of the best views in Sisters. And I'm not just saying that. I mean, you can see the beautiful Sisters Cascade range right there every day when I pull into work it's the lawn is beautiful it's a great space to have an event right i mean everyone from bend everyone who makes the drive from bend two sisters knows there's that one stretch on the road that says you know scenic viewpoint and everyone at some point has turned to has pulled over just to gawk just to gaze and to stare and appreciate the beauty of it so you are driving out there. It's again. It's September twenty third. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the times of the festival? Starts at noon, ends at six. All um, right. We have Tony Lampa opening, and he's got. If you aren't familiar with his music, he has a killer, folksy vibe, if you will. I love it. Oh, and he can do a dead cover the same way we can do a three dog night cover. Like he's very, very multifaceted. And then our headliner is the Huck Finn Yacht Club, and there are six people in that band. I swear, the violinist alone <laughs> chills. I, I I've heard their so tunes. Cool. It's gonna be it's gonna be very fun. I feel like there's gonna be a mix of dancing and shouting all at once for mm. the time being. And food, obviously. What are, what's the food? Yep. 
set up for the event. Yep, we're gonna have Chase and Tots out there. Yum. We're gonna have Norma's Tacos. If you haven't, if you're not familiar with Norma's Tacos, I am not. They've catered the big PBR event every year that happens in. Portland. I believe you mean professional bull riding, <laughs> or do you mean? Oh wait, Portland. Wait, PBR. I mean, obviously in the beer world, that's one thing that's Pabst yes, Blue Ribbon. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just having a conversation with someone about me and Pia's brewery down in Klamath. And the owner and the brewer there came off the PBR, but that was the professional bull rider <laughs> circuit. They kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. <laughs> so so I, ne- I never assume what PBR means, even though 99% of the time it, it is that one thing. For sure. And then we'll have Ben Pizza Car and Coco Loco. Excellent. It's going to be a good mix. But now, how many different breweries and is that the same number of beers because are there any breweries that actually are bringing more than one fresh hot beer to it there are a couple breweries bringing more than one i would say it's even more popular this year that people are bringing two versus one um the one i will say that fort george is bringing is going to be a very point big point of attraction let me just say and i'll leave it to be a surprise sure it's going to be when you go, if if you're listening to this and you end up going to the Fresh Hops Festival, which why wouldn't you? Uh, one of the things that I really reflect on when I've gone to these different events uh, between the three locations is, yes, we have these certain breweries that you just the mere mention of them gets people salivating, and I think Breakside and Fort George absolutely are two of them. But what I love is. Don't sleep on any of these breweries because you never know which hops they featured in the beer. You never know which farm they got them from. You don't know how long it was between picking them and putting them in the kettle and all that. So I absolutely have had some some of my favorite fresh hop beers. I've come from breweries that were just barely a blip on my mental map. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that's really the fun of it is you never really know it's sort of like a Pandora's box of, of beer. You open it up, you do not know what you're going to get, even though you may be a huge fan of a hop varietal, you might think you don't like it. Um, one great example, I obviously it's never fun to say the things you don't like, but personally, I'm not a big El Dorado hop fan. I know it's common and, and it's popular, but sometimes I've had a fresh hop beer with them and I go, well, clearly I was wrong about that. And other times, say Simcoe, which was one of my personal favorites, I've had fresh hop Simcoe beers and thought, ooh, what yeah. what, and what was I thinking? So you never know, and that's the beauty is, it's it's really like the unveiling of a work of art. It could be your favorite artist, it could be someone you've never heard of, but what is behind the curtain will absolutely floor you. And so I think that's the the appeal of getting to go to a Fresh Hops Festival and having such an array of them and just being, you know, having so many pairs of your socks knocked off in a row. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of it. I mean, it goes back to, you know, Fresh Hops are always different. They're different than what you expect um, for certain varietals, especially those people that know um, the, you know, different varieties like you're naming off. And, and you know, you get your kind of you just get your mind blown sometimes it's it's fantastic and you know not just as you know i'm really proud of what we put out there but the other reason this is great um is the brewers love it because this is our chance to go you know we can't do 20 different varieties of fresh hops beer or we would you know if it was 
possible anyway if we could get the big man to bite on that. Um, I know I emailed you yeah. about this, but I just it bears repeating. I recently had a brief conversation with a brewer who moved to Bend from San Diego, California. Not that you need to mention the California part. Everyone knows that. But San Diego is famously one of the biggest and best beer towns in America and therefore in the world. And he was telling me brewers don't do a lot of fresh hot beers down there, which is makes sense because they're not a short drive from any hop farm. And the customers, the consumers down there either isn't aware of them or just doesn't really love them in the way we do. And it, I, I was just so flabbergasted to hear that brewers are not super pumped about fresh hop season. Uh, what, you know, Jeff, what, what are some of the conversations that you've had or what are some of the, you know, the the rubbing, the sniffing, all the things, all the, the pageantry that goes along with fresh hop season? What What's one or two of your, your personal favorite elements? Uh, just getting hands on with those, the hop cones. And when you bring in, you know, 50 pound bags and gunny sacks and stuff like that over from the farm. I mean, I got to throw them all in the back of the van. I usually make one of those trips we make every year and, and we drive back with that. And it, I mean, all that sealed inside a cargo van, it's, it's pretty incredible. And so getting your hands on that, um, is pretty amazing, but a lot of it is, it's just proximity. Um, here in the Northwest to go, you know, it's a, it's a big day. I, I leave, you know, we, Emily went with me this year. We left at five fifteen in the morning to go get those. And, you know, it's a long, long day, but you know, over and back and we're, we grab those off the farm. We're back in sisters by, you know, 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock and throw them straight in the brew. And it, you know, within the hour, um, and that it's expensive to do. It's, mm-hmm. it's something that brewer, the breweries There's spend no economy a lot of, of scale for this. There's, <laughs> breweries spend a lot of money on these to be able to do that. So to, be, you know, to spend that and, and do that, and it requires a lot more than pellets, um, to, be, to, have to ship those to San Diego or to Boston or something like that would be astronomical. So it's just not possible to, to do, um, at least economically, throughout the country. And we know we're at the source, which is great. And whether it's the Willamette Valley or the Yakima Valley, there's not many better places in the world for this. And that's the, oh, sorry, I, was, I just wanted to add, right, you mentioned, right, so there's Yakima, Washington. They grow something like 80, 85% of all hops used in the craft beer industry. Oregon's own Willamette Valley grows about 10, 12% uh, of those uh there is that tiny little hop farm. I don't know if it's technically in Tumalo or Sisters, but you yeah. see it on the drive out there. Uh, are they featured at all in the Sisters Fresh Hop Festival? I don't know if they who's using them. I don't always get that information for there, but there's a couple couple people around Tumalo um, that do that, um, and they've been involved before. So whether they are this year or not, I, I couldn't say. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks it's, great. I hope they're more than just yeah, ornamental, they, right? They, no, they contribute to. Great. They're, they're selling to probably multiple breweries. Excellent. Um, within Central Oregon, I just don't know. Happen to know who they are this year. Well, again, so let, let's sort of in thinking about concluding and wrapping this up. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, the Fresh Hop Festival is just a couple days away, and uh, 
what what is there anything else that folks should know either planning to get tickets or to bring with them or to prepare for especially if they've never partaken in a I fresh hops fest definitely if you can get your pre-sale ticket you get to go through the line faster and you want the beer before it's out because it will go very quick what's the url what's the link for that um, it's on benticket.com and it's Fresh Hop Festival. And then so benticket.com slash probably slash events. Mm-hmm. Slash events slash, slash fresh, fresh Hop Festival. Fresh Hop Festival, yes. not hops. Yes. So good. It's going to be very, I think, very crowded, especially with Ben Brewfest not occurring this year. Yeah. I've already noticed, um, and looking at the tickets too, I have them geo-centered to see where people are coming from, and there's quite a few people who are who have purchased them with California zip codes. Of course. So because they don't have funny. fresh hop festivals. Exactly. It's funny you bring up the San Diego piece because we've already sold a good amount of tickets to people coming from California to this. So. If you know, you know, and if you don't, yes. oh well, sucks to be you. Yes. <laughs> Well, thank you both so much for coming into the studio, talking about Three Creeks Brewing and the Fresh Hops Festival that you get to play host to. Thank you so much for spending some time with us, for listening. And even though you don't get to drink these beers on the air, if you act now, Cone Liquor is available. Uh, when did this come out? It should. It's out. Is it, is it's it on out. shelves yet? Yep. Oh, yeah. It should okay. be on shelves. Oh, actually, I will tell you, I'm on one of the uh, local bottle shops email list. So I did see it uh, prominently featured in the photo. Again, it's fresh hop season. Take advantage because blink and the next thing we know, we'll just be drinking whatever we drink in November. <laughs> Cheers. 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 Bear, bear, bear. Bear, bear, bear. A barrel of to push it up. Hops, you stir it around.